welcome to the Wed Pro Podcast, the podcast for Wed Pros no matter their stage. We are your hosts, Katie and Roxy, and this is the Wed Pro Podcast. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wed Pro Podcast. I'm Roxy, as always, and joining me is the lovely Katie. Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to be diving into a topic that is so crucial for every wedding business owner out there, turning those cold leads into hot, raving buyers. I know that we all love a red hot lead, but let's face it, finding them can be like searching for a needle in a haystack. So today, we're going to be teaching you exactly what a cold lead is, exactly what a warm lead is, and a hot lead and how we can move your prospects from cold leads right the way through to booking with you. But before we do that, let's have a little tiny catch up. How have you been? What have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? No. Daughter was singing at the NEC last week, which was very lovely. That was nice to go and watch, really incredible experience for her it's an incredible experience for us really loud it looked amazing it looked incredible it was so good and not much else no we're heading into quite a busy period at work at the moment aren't we heading into launching our new program which is really exciting and not much I'm really even struggling to find the time to watch some tv (laughs) to be honest it's not because I'm working too much but just because the kids are here there and everywhere they've got things to do every single night we went to the cinema last night. There's just always something on. It's been a, a bit of a crazy week. I'm looking forward to the weekend and actually not doing a lot. I hear you. I feel the same. We've been mega busy for me. My daughter does cheerleading. So it's the competition season is just around the corner. So we've been prepping for that, which means I've been like mum taxi, dropping off, picking up, just sitting around, like waiting, just not enough time in the day for anything anymore but we did something very exciting that we've never done before we went and saw the bbc big band play the james bond theme tunes you know when you're a bond you have to do these things and we properly enjoyed it we're we're looking at booking another one who thought that i would be enjoying things like that but actually really loved it it was great so anyone you know i am i i recommend going out there and trying new things that you think okay I might enjoy this go and go and have a look at new stuff like that it looked really good fun it looked um really good I think we're looking at maybe doing a theatre or something this year a bit more theatre maybe it's a, we've got a dog so it's it's all depends on getting the dog mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody to come and it's quite a few hours but yeah wonderful Right, let's dive into cold leads and how we can convert those cold leads into much warmer prospects for our business. Absolutely, Katie. So what exactly is a cold lead in the wedding industry? Well, these are the people who don't know you exist or barely know that you are even there. (laughs) It might be somebody who's stumbled upon your name or spotted you at a wedding fair. But the thing is with these people, they aren't interested in your products or services or what you have to offer just yet exactly and your goal as a business owner is to transition them from a state of not knowing 
to becoming not just aware of you in business, but also interested in what it is that you do. And that's really the process that we're going to be diving into today. And I think with cold leads that have that I've never known of you before it's about slow and steady wins this race so when it comes to getting their attention we're not going to be rushing that process because that's not going to work it's about layering it's about engaging and guiding them through the stages think of it as um, a bit of a slow dance and not a sprint it's not a 100 meter sprint it is a bit of a marathon isn't it yeah, that's right. And that's really where those engagement strategies come in and, and you knowing as a professional where the time is to get, uh, put the brakes on and slow things down a little bit. And then when's the time to move the prospect forward and ask for the sale? What we're absolutely not saying is, you know, that we never ask for the sale and we never get there. But what we don't want you to do is rush this process. And that's really where, you know, these engagement strategies come in. You want people to know you exist first and foremost then you want to grab their attention get them to have a conversation and make an inquiry with you and there comes your process of sales consultation your conversations and eventually leading that process to a sale and that's it the word process it has to be a process you can't go from them not knowing you at all to them booking with you like that it's just not going to happen it has to be done in a strategic way and I know I get it when you get like a little bit of engagement going on on your socials or or you get like something in your inbox or somebody shows like the slightest bit of interest you want to jump on it like we want to get that book in of course we do but by jumping on it in that way it's going to completely turn them off straight away so it, it is about that strategy and that process and taking things slowly is the key with this one and another thing that is going to really help you in this is be really specific with the call to actions that you do use don't just say contact us today instead tell them why they should contact you make it super easy is it to check availability is it to get a quote is it that they want um to speak to you because you are the expert like what is it I think that's right you need to be clear concise and provide them with a why and it's all about guiding your clients and your prospects through this process with intention these people come to you because they you know they're very early on in this stage of their wedding planning journey or perhaps they aren't so early on in their wedding planning journey but they don't know a lot or enough about you to say yes yet they don't know enough about you to become that rare and hot lead that is ready to just make sure that they love you as much as they think they love you and they're pretty much ready to sign the contract before you even get on that call and yes we all love those kinds of consultations but they don't come around that often so having a process inside your business that is specifically there to transition those cold leads, people that may come from you from referrals or maybe venue recommended lists. Maybe the venue are saying that you've got to use these suppliers and the couples don't really know much about you and, and the venue is giving them a choice of two to three cake makers, two to three decor companies, two to three DJs, etc. 
these are cold leads, these are cold prospects, and you need to have a process inside your business to nurture and warm them up. So whether it is wedding fair and you get the details of everybody that has walked past your stand, or maybe the organizer has given you those details, potentially that couple hasn't had the opportunity to have an in-depth conversation with you yet. And we would 100% be recommending that you have a wedding fair strategy, but that's for another day in terms of how you're going to you know, take those cold leads at a wedding fair and turn them up into raving heart fans that are just, you know, really interested in booking a consultation with you. And even actually taking your diary and getting people to book consultations at that wedding fair. However, that's for another day when we talk about wedding fairs. <laughs> but the principles are still the same. How do we get these people to go through this process, get to know you, trust you, like you, and then get them to take action with a clear, specific, concise call to action with that why. Why is it that they need to get in touch with you? What's that encouragement? Is it to ask for a price list? Is it to check that you're free? Whatever it is, like Roxy said, to design that perfect wedding service that you do. Whatever it is, you need to give them that clear call to action. And this really is where like having processes in your business such as a CRM, email marketing service, even on social media, you're still warming up cold prospects. People come into your journey, into your funnel from a really long variety of places. They may really know you, heard a lot about you, or they may not have ever come across you before. And it's about warming these people up getting them through those stages so getting them to know that you exist grabbing their attention enticing them to be able to make an inquiry starting that conversation and then getting to the sale and it's not a process to be rushed at all Mm -mm. it's more about those micro touch points isn't it and I was trying to think of the stat then was it like over 30 touch points somebody needs to have you before they'll consider kind of reaching out to you now that that's a lot, but these touch points are like micro pieces of content that they might see of you, like a story, a reel. It's that continuously showing up. And as you were saying earlier about that engagement strategy, that's where this all comes together. And a big part of this is the impact that you're having with your visuals and your messaging as well, because visuals matter. So you need to be using compelling imagery and messaging that is speaking to them. And also, as I said earlier, the call to actions come into that as well. Are you just telling them what to do or are you giving them a reason to do it? A hundred percent. Like humans, absolutely, we're visual. It's It's such a creative industry. Your content needs to grab attention visually and then dive into that message about what it's like to work with you, build that journey up, layer that journey and give them that reason to get in touch with you. And... It's really important for you to know that at any one time inside the wedding industry, most of your prospects will be cold leads. And most of your prospects will be people who aren't, you know, we call these the buy later couple, the couples that are not quite ready to buy yet for a whole multitude of reasons. It may be that they've not got budget there yet. It may be that they don't know enough about you. They may be at the very early stages of their planning journey, whatever it may be that makes up 80% of your market at any one point. And most of you listening will be location-based businesses. So you're already competing 
for a smaller chunk of the market. If you are only ever concentrating on the 20% of people inside your messaging, in your marketing, the 20% of couples who are in the buy now stage that have gone through the research process, they've got the funds available, they've booked their venue, they've booked their photographer, they're ready to start making decisions for their wedding now. You are really, really, really squeezing down (laughs) the amount of couples that you are marketing to at any one point. It blows my mind. That that statistic blows my mind. And how many clients that we work with have only ever marketed to that 20%? Yeah. It's a huge pool that you're missing out on. You're ignoring 80% of your market and you're ignoring 80% of the people who are coming across your business, who are following your content, who are who are searching for wedding suppliers. And it's about having a balanced structure that takes people from look to book throughout Mm. a constant cycle. And this is where strategy really comes into any of these elements, really. Strategy is sexy. Like, I've come to learn, like, (laughs) the more you delve into it and the more you get used to having strategy in your business, like, my God, it makes things so much easier and rinse and repeat systems is what it needs to be about if 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 you want to scale your business to any level at all I think I saw something on on social media this morning that was like oh yeah I have a social media strategy I post on I post on social media (laughs) I love it that's not a strategy whatsoever but it's about having these marketing strategies where we are you know, looking at our clients, looking at where they are in the journey and creating messaging and marketing that is speaking to them at that time so that we can get them through and take them through this process from a cold lead to a warm lead and obviously a booking for sure. So another strategy that you should all have in your business is the follow-up strategy. And this can be a little bit of one of those. It's like, oh, I don't really like doing this because I feel pushy and I feel salesy. But not everyone is going to respond to the first message or the first reply email that you you will send. And they may have every intention of replying that, but things get in the way. Life gets busy for people and that's okay. And it's okay to go back to them and say, hey, just checking you got the above message or just checking you received my last email. That works very, very well, actually. And it doesn't have to be salesy. But if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no anyway. So definitely follow up multiple times with potential clients for sure it's about mixing up that message you know trying different subject lines if it is email marketing that you're doing or emails that you're doing testing what's resonating with people persistence 100 percent pays off in the long run and also you can't make um strategic decisions in business without testing things and having the data mm-hmm. to be able to you know what's working what's not working what's working for your market, what's working for your niche, what's working for your area. So even if you are somebody that has a nurture sequence in their business, has set up email marketing in their business, it's then about having a look and testing, do these subject lines work better than this subject line, for example? Does this message, does this image work better? It's about, you know, testing what's resonating with your couples, what's working, streamlining testing streamlining testing and then eventually you know that assistance is absolutely going to pay off because you're going to have these strategies and streamline things in place to be able to take people from look to book well there you have it there are our top tips for helping you turn those cold leads into hot buyers and it's a journey it is not a sprint remember that engage be specific 
and persist. Be persistent. Your dream couples are out there and they want to book your services, but there is just a few things that you need to do to bring it all together to make it happen. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember that following up with your leads is worth every single step in that. Do remember to stay tuned for more strategies to elevate your business. And a statistic that absolutely blows our minds when we were tracking and testing things was that 75% of you who are listening to this podcast don't subscribe. Why not? We would love for you. We would love for you to hit that subscribe button to follow us. If anything today has resonated with you, or if you have listened to our podcast and enjoyed the tips and insights that we bring and the amazing guests that come onto our podcast, do hit that subscribe button so that we can keep on bringing you Mm -hmm. more. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we shall see you all on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wed Pro Podcast. Full transcribes of this episode plus every other episode we have done are available at www.theweddingbusinesshub.com forward slash blogs. Thanks so much for listening. If you do have any questions about this episode or anything else at all, you can email us at info at theweddingbusinesshub.com. And if you are loving our episodes, which I know you are, make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you can stay updated with any new episodes that land. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.